Welcome to the last episode of the Hot Cocoa Podcast. You're here with me, Emma. And me, Gabby. Please don't cry. Me? No, I'm telling our oh. audience. Uh-huh. <laughs> you stare deep into my Gabby soul doesn't you cry. That. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, so, the cat's out of the bag. Yeah, spoiler alert, this last episode. I mean, I'm sure the title will probably say, like, the last episode <laughs> so yeah but uh that's what we're doing today mm-hmm. so well we well I would like to say I would like to start by saying um like we're gonna dive into things we're gonna talk we're gonna recap our our last few years with you guys but before we do that both of us when we told our moms that we were decided to end the podcast they yeah. were like, oh, that's sad. And they were like, mm, but it makes sense. You don't really have anything else to say. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, if our moms saw it and our moms love listening to us talk. So if even they felt like we had said it all, yeah, they're like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so we will. <laughs> but first, listen to us talk for an hour. Yes. In, in honor of the past three years. Yes. Well, two and a half years. I yes. Guess. Um, well, before we dive into everything though, why don't we give some life updates? Because we took a couple weeks off to emotionally process. So yeah, well, some life updates for me, I guess the first, cause, oh yeah, we haven't done an episode for two two weeks, weeks, I guess. So it'll be three weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah, we missed two weeks because the first week I was just not in the right frame of mind to be doing an episode because my boyfriend's mother passed away and I don't I think that I've spoken about her illness on the podcast before or mentioned that he was a caregiver so yeah I think you just mentioned he was a caregiver yeah um what I what I mean by that is just it wasn't out of the blue yeah you know we knew that that was coming for a long time yeah yeah but um still like it was just had only happened a couple days before and I was like um it was a heavy week yeah there was just a lot going on and didn't feel appropriate obviously like when something like that happens like your whole life then is like consumed by that so I was like I don't even know what to talk about right now I don't have any you know anything to say yeah so yeah then last week we sat down to like record an episode but we had no ideas. <laughs> and we looked at each other and I feel like there's been like this wait maybe for like a month now yeah. when we've recorded where I feel like both of us are like, mm, who's going to say it? Who's going <laughs> to say it? But neither of us were ready to say it. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, last week, one of us was just like, are we are we going to retire? <laughs> yeah, that's like what it is. It's we're not retiring. quitting. We're retiring. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like you know, almost a year ago, we we made a YouTube video about, like, why Ellen DeGeneres sucks, basically. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we said in that video was, like, you, you need to know when to, like, step back and be like, yeah. I'm done. We are done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, like, we're just moving on to another phase of things. Yeah. And this feels like it has, like, run its course. So, yeah, yes. it's retirement. It is retirement. Um, But anyways, do you have any other life updates besides those that you would like to share before Um, we dive in? I don't think so. Do I? Um, (laughs) You said that like you knew. 
No, I just I wasn't saying. I just. Well, oh, what are your knitting? life updates? You're, you, you oh yeah, guys, I'm I'm working on knitting right now. Um. Oh, Coco got a stroller. That's so that's pretty so cool. sick. We've been strolling him around. It's been really fun. I've had it for about a week. And it's really cool because he's been coming on so many more adventures because Coco's really old and um, he's, how old is he? He's 15. 15. So he really just doesn't have the stamina to like keep up with anything. Yeah. So yeah, the stroller has been a great thing. So far he's gone to the beach. He's gone to Trinity Bellwoods Park and... We today we went to Nordstrom Rack with Coco. <laughs> so yes, and he always gets lots of compliments. People love him. Oh, do you have any live updates? Though? Um. Well, I've actually been doing a lot of acting this week, which I wasn't anticipating. Whoa! But yeah, it's been a little bit fun. So lately, as you guys know, I'm close to graduating, figuing things out. It feels very timely to kind of wrap up this creative endeavor now that both of us are out of school um but yeah just figuring out what I'm gonna do I've gone through all of the um like I've gone through a bunch of interviews for a job that I would like to do um Mm -hmm. so fingers crossed I acted in a music video because a girl that I went on two dates with six months ago I asked her to make a song about me because she's a musician (laughs) and she did and so we made a music video and then I acted in a little like short video thing for Monica. Mm-hmm. And then I am on the final list for a commercial shoot next week oh, that yeah. I might get. So that's exciting. So just really putting myself out there right now. I'm just trying to like say yes to everything possible because I'm like, you never know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's where I'm at. I'm just very like work mode. This is the first time in my life I told Gabby the other day that like I don't really have like this like deep insecure need to like date someone and be romantic with someone. Yeah. And it's really nice. It's very liberating. I don't know what happened, but it literally felt uh. like like a switch was flicked that like I couldn't hit before. When was that? Um when I was seeing a girl and she went away for three weeks. Yeah. And so I was like quarantined. I was on hold. I wasn't talking to other people. But also we didn't text once for three weeks. And I think that was the longest I ever gone without talking to someone. Mm-hmm. And I think that honestly kind of like broke me out of like some sort of cycle where I like needed the validation. Well, if it's like three weeks, it's like 21 days, which isn't that how long yeah. they say it takes to break a habit. That's so true. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But now I just feel like very comfortable with that feeling Mm. so that's nice I feel like I'm not like in a rush anymore um but yeah so I feel like things are good things are things are nice that's good yes that is very good yes yeah so I don't I don't know like as you can see guys we're pretty boring honestly it's like uh, which is why we're uh, rapping but (laughs) (laughs) life is just good and neutral which is nice yeah because a year ago Our lives were pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. We were like dating tons of people. (laughs) We were like going out to clubs all the time. Yeah, no, that was definitely peak craziness. Yeah. And now it's just like, it's nice. It's nice for us, but the content's just not there on this. Well, you know, it's also like there, I guess, you know, you could always say there's like different ways that you could like take something if we wanted to like reappropriate our more like educational content or Mm -hmm. like interview content but 
honestly, like, I think we can all agree that it was never really our strong suit. Yeah, we tried. We yeah. tried interviews. We tried all the things. Yeah, mostly our strong suit was just, like, talking about us and, like, yeah. our opinions on things. And yeah. we've kind of gone through, like, most of the opinion topics, yeah. Yeah. right? Um, well, before we fully dive in today, I would just like to start by describing where we are. So for those of you who are longtime listeners, you know that we used to just have one microphone that was in between us. And so we needed to be in a room that was like the most sound friendly room, um, which was my bedroom. And so for the first couple seasons, it's like for the first year ish, we would sit on my bedroom floor on floor pillows and we would record on my bedroom floor. Yeah, because like. Uh, we just had like a little Yeti mic that mm-hmm. because it had to pick up both of us, like it had to have the gain really high so you could hear everything. Yeah. There basically, we had to just be in the quietest room. And yeah. so we would sit on my bedroom floor and whenever a guest would come, we would put Coco's bed with a little blanket <laughs> on top of it. And like, we would have like, like grown oh, adults like, sit on the floor. <laughs> we had your mom sit on the floor. My mom sit on the floor, the tarot reader. Yeah. It was awesome. All of our other guests, so I can't even remember who they were. Yeah. Um, we used to just have our friends on as... I remember... That was so fun. Yeah, okay. I guess our first segment... Oh, wait, one final thing. Oh, okay. Sorry, go ahead. Is we're also drinking champagne to celebrate. Oh, yeah. Because we used to say what beverage we drank every week. Yeah, And so we feel very nostalgic. We're sitting back on my bedroom floor. Yes. We're drinking our beverages. We're wearing matching pajamas. Oh, (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Uh, but we're sitting in different spots, though. Usually I would sit facing like your closet. Yes, but then I have a shoe rack there now, and I usually lean against my bed. So that's why I put you there so you could lean against my dresser. Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to accommodate. (laughs) Yeah, so it is that we haven't been back in this room, honestly, probably for two years because uh, after season two, we stopped recording in here and that was like spring of yeah 2019 19, I guess yeah so yeah cow. like two years yeah sorry if you guys can hear Coco in the background he's making a lot of unnecessary noise um but yeah so this is a very loose episode and we're just kind of gonna follow like why did we start the podcast in the first place If you guys haven't been around since the beginning, I don't know how many people have been around since the beginning. Yeah. Um, If you have, though, I don't know. I'd be curious to know if you'd be willing to send us an Instagram DM. Yeah, we would love to talk to you because you know so much about our lives. Is there one person out there who's listened to every episode? If someone is, if that's you and you've listened to like, not even my mom has listened to every episode. Me neither. Um, Prudy might have, honestly. My hair, my hairdresser. Oh, Prudy. Because she's like a loyal I think listener. She's our biggest fan. She is. Yeah. Um. But yeah, if anyone has, DM us because you literally know more about us than we do. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna talk about why we started it and yeah. what it kind of did for us. Yeah. And how some it like evolved. highlights. Yeah, and then we're just gonna talk about the future, I guess. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's Those are the, the things. Tea. I feel like we're growing up. This feels very grown up. It's weird. I do feel like we're growing up. I feel up. like we just graduated high school. We're I know. Like, yeah, like, that, that was crazy back then. <laughs> Literally. <was> fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys know the TikTok audio. Yeah, but, but that's like... <laughs> exactly 
My mom was talking to me on the phone today. She was like, oh my gosh, it's so funny that like no matter where your lives take you in like 20 years, you can listen back to like who you thought you would be when you were an adult, when you were like 18. <laughs> Honestly, you know what? That's actually, I just had an epiphany. Okay. So I don't know if you guys remember, but a while ago we did an episode where we read our diaries from middle school and then last week we actually brainstormed we were like oh maybe we could do something like that again but then we were reading and realized that like we had kind of covered all the highlights and in recent years we didn't have any like interesting diary Mm -hmm. entries uh but I just realized this is our diary that's like so cause, true. Because while I was reading my entries from the last like four or five years, I was like, oh my God, they're so boring. Like I don't have anything documented. What the what am I gonna do? Like what am I gonna look back on? Because I love looking back on middle school oh and high God. school stuff. We have a shared diary. But That's this is so literally cute. like Yeah. A shared diary you can listen All to. Throughout like the last two Stop. years of university and like the pandemic year. All of that stuff. That's actually really cool. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) We, our podcast is cool. I'm glad we did it. We're sick. (laughs) Yeah. That's so fun. But yeah, this is literally like our little diary and we just feel like we're ready to close this one. Yeah. But let's talk about why we started it for, for ourselves. We're not really explaining for you guys. We're just talking for us right now. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know whose idea it was actually did did one person like I'm tempted to say that it was my idea Mm -hmm. because I was so obsessed with podcasts back in the day yeah (laughs) but I don't know if that's true or maybe it was just like organic we were like oh my god we should start a podcast it was I know that that summer was the summer that you had already been obsessed with podcasts yeah it was we weren't living together yet yeah um and I was, like, by myself at my mom's house, and I had just gone through a breakup. Yeah. And you were like, you need to listen to podcasts. Here are all of the ones you need to listen to. Yeah. And then that really was, like, I think, like, I think you might have suggested it, but I think, like, one of the reasons why we both latched onto it was because, like, it was something that bonded us that wasn't school. Yeah. And before, like, our boyfriends really bonded us. We both had, like, boyfriends. We had started dating at the same time. We had, like, broken up with them and gotten back together at the same time. Yeah. It was very, like, yeah. And so that was, like, a new thing. So I think when you were, like, you should listen to podcasts, I was, like, ah, a thing to become friends before I move in. And then I think maybe you suggested it, but then I really was, like, I was the, I followed up a lot about it. Yeah, because I remember you, like, designed our first cover. Yeah. We should do, like, a throwback post on Hot Cocoa with, like, our original, like, branding. Yeah, (laughs) that's so funny. The heads. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wow, I I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Stay tuned for a throwback post. We'll post that sometime this week. But, yeah, we, you did, designed, like, Mm -hmm. our cover, and it was, like, me, you, and Coco sitting in a coffee cup. But I remember that was during the summer because you, you, like, texted it to me yeah. when I was living here and you weren't here yet. Yeah. And then, actually, my ex-boyfriend was, like, a music producer. And so yeah. he made our theme he song. He made our theme song. And I love the theme song yeah, to this thanks, day. It was Noah. Good. That was really nice Shout of out. you to do. <laughs> um, but, yeah, because I remember, like, you moved in and we were like, oh, wait, so like, are we actually going to do this mm-hmm. or what? And 
I was like pressuring him. I was like, make our theme song, make our theme mm-hmm, song. Because then it felt like more official. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, we can't start it like without a theme song. Mm-hmm. Like that's like a huge part of a podcast. Yeah. So yeah, then he finally made it mm-hmm. after like a couple weeks of you living here. And I remember you and I had like one class together. Yeah. And we spent like the whole class one time sitting in the back mm-hmm. and brainstorming like, okay, like. We talk about this uh, and this. And- Actually, when did we even come up with our name? Um, it was in the summer. I came up with it. Oh yeah. Um, but we had been like brainstorming a lot, but we were kind of like falling short. Yeah. And then I remember, I think at first, like maybe you brought up the fact that like we always like got coffee together and that was like our thing. Yeah. And so like that seed was planted and then I was like, hadn't met Coco yet. Mm -hmm. And then I think somehow hot cocoa came to fruition yes yeah Yeah. oh yeah because hot drinks are what we bonded over yeah hot drinks (laughs) drinks. and then cocoa the the dog yeah because i think our concept was like it's like getting coffee with a friend or something yeah Yeah. that was the idea (laughs) (laughs) wow like why do i not remember any of this it's weird how much is like blah like because it's so long ago yeah so then we like had a crazy brainstorming session and the first season was mostly like Okay, what things are we interested in and like what friends do we like? Yeah, <laughs> we literally just were like, oh, you know, like our friend Jess, like she could talk about this and my friend Camilla could talk about this and yeah. my friend Rachel could talk about this. Yeah. And then we were just like, yeah, like people want to listen to this. Yeah. And people did. So that was fun. Yeah. Well, honestly, I think when we started the podcast, like the standard was a lot lower it was like right before like now there's so many memes where it's like do like if you and your friend are like we should start a podcast like don't like you know like literally it wasn't nobody had a podcast it wasn't over it It was like a crazy thing like because jc and chelsea who were like our inspiration at the time they were influencers yeah they had just started a podcast that summer i remember i was so mad when they started a podcast i was like no like that's what we were supposed to be yeah but like, my original inspiration was Ingrid Nilsson's podcast. Right. Who's, like, an OG YouTuber, if anybody knows who that is. Yeah. Um, she used to have a podcast called Ladies Who Lunch. Right. I forgot friend. about Ladies Who Lunch. Yeah. And then they retired that summer. Yeah. And so, I, yeah, that was my inspiration. And then when JC and Chelsea, who were two influencers that we followed, started a podcast together as best friends, I was like, no, like, mm-hmm. that they took our spot. It like, was funny. <laughs> their content was different, but their branding was... Yeah, similar. It inspired us, yeah. yeah. But... Yeah, that was crazy. And then we moved in and we just like went for it. Oh my gosh, one day I'll listen to the first episode. I don't know if I'm ready yet. But. It's really bad. Yeah. It's embarrassing because like the first episode is what I feel like people go to. Yeah. They're like, oh, you know. It does like, have like 500 listeners. Yeah, or get to know them. And I'm like, that's not who we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Sometimes I wonder like who's listening to these episodes i know we should probably so f- take them down no it's our diary <laughs> i don't know well we would still have them but no. there's some graphic things on some of these episodes <laughs> emma <laughs> um um but yeah so that's how it started yeah and then i don't know it was just really fun and we've spoken a lot about how like it was really like an unspoken dedication yeah we were both like we loved structure i think both of us and we didn't realize that the other person was like that but it was just like 
instant dedication. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder like what, like if we would have become like as good of friends as we are now, like if we hadn't had the podcast, I just wonder like, I don't think so. Or it would have taken longer, you know? Yeah, you're right. Cause I think like you've said this on previous episodes, but like the podcast was like our um, like mediation tool a lot of the time. Like, yeah, it was, if we got into like an argument, cause when you first live with someone too, like your lives are just different and like now they just have merged, but like, yeah. yeah, And especially like at the time, like, you know, I had different friend groups and you were yeah. part of a club and like, you know, we were just doing separate things. And I yeah. think it would have been really easy for us to just gone on living our separate lives. Yeah. And then, you know, like being friends at home, but yeah. not really like existing. I don't know. Yeah, I could yeah. see that. Um, yeah, but then we like just talked about every single part of our life. And it was good. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> it was very nice. Yeah. Um, you used to always tell people that that was like the honeymoon phase of our friendship because it was. You like <laughs> just like we're like, I don't want to hang out with my boyfriend. We're just going to hang out. Like we stopped hanging out with our other friends. We were just like, what are we going to do today? Yeah. We'll do a podcast. We'll like do a photo shoot. We'll watch a show. Like we were like, let's hang out all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I always tell people how like I got nothing done because I was just like, we were, we were always talking. We like talked aggressively. Like we never stopped talking. I remember how often like we would sit at our two desks and this doesn't happen anymore for like a couple of reasons. But one, like when I was in school, I just had so much schoolwork to do all the time. Yeah. And because of the job I was working at the time, most, mostly I would do it at night. Yeah. And so I would just sit at my desk for like hours into like, you would work until like 10 or 11, like yeah just because like I didn't have any other time to do it yeah and so I would sit there and like you I guess would inevitably sit down maybe because I was sitting there yeah I was like "Um." I don't know you'd be like okay like I need to do work too (laughs) yeah but then like we wouldn't do anything we would just sit there at our desks that are like kind of next to each other yeah and be like and be like oh blah 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 and then it would be like two hours later I'm like oh I didn't do any of my schoolwork that I was supposed to do yeah so anyway I don't know. That was my long-winded way of saying, yeah, it was like a honeymoon phase. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, and I feel podcast. like, like, okay, I don't know if you relate to this, but I feel like at the start and even now, sometimes I feel like different parts of the house are like, there's like subtext to them. Like we have different forms of conversation oh. in different parts of the house. Okay. Okay. So I this is my, this. this is my breakdown of the house. I just had this realization right now. So cool. the desks, usually it's like, philosophical ideological conversations yeah because we're like not making eye contact and we're in like thinking mode I feel like usually that's just what would happen (laughs) the kitchen area is where we would like talk about our personal lives like and dick around and like tell stories yeah usually because people are cooking yeah the living room we don't really have talks in the living room a lot no not too that's not like where we talk and then if something real is happening, it's the carpet between our bedrooms, obviously. Yeah. We never do that anymore, actually. No. We haven't had a carpet chat in a long time. Yeah. I guess because, like, we haven't been, like, depressed for a while. <laughs> in the same way. Like, you were going through a breakup or, like, I was, like, very tumultuous. Like, yeah. I feel like we had, like, big things. Or, like, you were getting used to moving out of your family house for the first time. Like, yeah. 
I know. We did just have so many carpet chats. And then it would be like two in the morning. We'd be like, Mm. I know. Why did that used to happen so often? So like, often. We would be going to go to bed and it's almost like something had been on your mind all day and yeah. you like haven't said it and then you're going to go to bed and you're like, so like, I need blah. to talk about this. And then the other <laughs> person feeds like into three it. Three hours later, you're like, okay, so now I'm crying and <laughs> I'm not going to be well rested for tomorrow. So <laughs> literally now, most of the time at night, we like watch our show and then I get ready in my bathroom and you take Coco out. And by mm-hmm. the time you're back, I'm like in my room doing my tarot reading and we don't even say goodnight. I'm like, it's an implied goodnight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, we've evolved. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to say now. Like, I know. I'm not going to say goodnight and rant every single night. That just feels like a lot. No, it's true. And I don't know. I, I genuinely don't have that many rants anymore. Like, yeah. I feel pretty stable. Yeah. I actually have a life update that okay. I just remembered right now. <laughs> okay. So as many of you know, I have been a part of like this kind of continuing education group thing happening this year through my right, boss. through your boss. Yeah. And it's all about basically goal setting and the law of attraction and quantum physics and all that kind of stuff <laughs> and quantum so physics. <laughs> well no like, i know what you mean yeah, but it sounded quantum funny physics is about the law of attraction yeah. the fourth dimension or quantum field whatever yeah it is um anyway so today the lesson in the call was about the, like what they call or she calls the terror barrier which is what you and I, whoa, sorry, I have an alarm going off. <laughs> Emma, are you okay? Emma's choking across. The I table was for choking me. at the same time as your alarm went off. Okay. Okay, hold on. I'm just turning off the rest of my alarms because they're for Coco's <laughs> eye drops, so I know they're going to go off. Yeah. So essentially, they were talking about the terror barrier, which is their term for like essentially what we've spoken about a few times this year of okay like what is like a fear-based response versus Mm -hmm. like your gut or whatever like how do you discern which one is which yeah you know am I like manifesting not good things happening like am I like putting out negative energy well yeah or like are good things happening and you have manifested good things but then you get a negative feeling because you're moving on to something that you haven't been it's in new before. and uncomfortable and so you're like oh this is bad but yeah. really it's just like you're you're scared yeah yeah and so it's like how do you know if it's actually bad or if you're just yeah. scared um anyway so while I was listening to this today I had an epiphany in the call because a few weeks ago um no, I don't know how long ago it was. That was sometime in the last like month and a half. Mm-hmm. I was like having some feelings about my boyfriend, which I knew were not authentic feelings. But mm-hmm. okay, the the way the way that this relates to carpet chats is basically I was gonna say like, oh yeah, I've just been like not that dramatic lately. Yeah, like, things are pretty good. And then I realized that f- somewhat recently, I was like, basically, I was feeling like all this like weird feelings around my carpet chat worthy feelings yeah things like, that we would have oh, in the past dissected like, is he the one is he whatever yeah. like i don't know I mean, maybe i don't even time. like him like yeah him. like <laughs> what if he does this what if he does that yeah. yeah um and then i don't know i just kind of like ignored it actually the truth is pretty soon after that 
his mom passed. And Got so it. I just had to automatically set all of my own feelings to the side. Yeah. And then, you know, since then everything has been good and I haven't been like having those feelings. Then actually on the weekend I was hanging out with him and we were playing this game. We're not really strangers. It's like a question Mm -hmm. game and we've played it before, but there's like a lot of cards. So we haven't gotten through all the cards yet. So Mm -hmm. we are playing them again. And, and one of the questions was about like, um, it was like a love based question. And, specifically like how much this person like means to you or whatever Mm -hmm. and honestly I answered the question really badly because it was for me about him okay and I realized like in the moment like I just totally froze and it was like very like I don't want him to like it was like a weirdly vulnerable thing for you yeah it was like I don't want him to know how I feel and I was like what the next day I was like what the fuck like why like Like, I'm in love with him and he knows yeah and like (laughs) I don't know I guess because we haven't had a lot of big conversations like future conversations Mm -hmm. and that's a point that like I guess I'm insecure about like yeah you know this is a really good relationship there's no reason to not want to be in it because I am very happy but then I'm like I don't know like what about this and what about this yeah anyway I realized today on this call that, like, I was just, I think that I was going through, like, a big, like, fear-based response to this relationship that is, Mm -hmm. like, actually a really good thing. Because it's uncomfortable that it's good and stable and you're, like... And stable and that, like, I have to continue to, like, be vulnerable with this person in Mm -hmm. order for it to stay that way because if I, like, retreat back into, like... You can't be, like, back on your bullshit. You can't, like, the other day you said this on the podcast, but, like... You had like a classic petty moment that you would have done in the past and you had to be like, I'm going to not do that. I'm going to yeah. like, I'm going to say sorry and move on. Like, and that's that uncomfortable. moment was in the same game or it was like a different time we were playing that game. So <laughs> I guess this game is pretty triggering for me. Yeah. But... I don't know why I went on to that tangent. I guess that was just another like life oh, update, but... but- I know what you were going to say. Okay. What you're saying is something that we also kind of talked about the other day, which is, okay, I think it's in two parts. One, it's not like saying things out loud. Like your brain doesn't know that you're being sarcastic. Your brain doesn't know that you're just trying to figure something out. And so we've been, I think both of us actively try not to be a negative out loud as much. And so that takes away a lot of our rants. Well, for things that I know like aren't true. Yes. Like if you're actually working through something, that's one thing. But um, yeah, the fact that you know it's not true is the other part where it's like, we don't need another person to figure out a lot of stuff anymore. Like I feel like we can have that full conversation, the four hour carpet chat in like three minutes in our head. We can work through that and be like, oh, okay. No, it's true. It's true. And sometimes I'll say something. I'll be like, ah, I know I don't want to say this, but like, I just have to like, I need to like get it out of my yeah. head. And then sometimes like saying it, I just feel better and I move on. And maybe yeah. that's not how the quantum field works. And I'm like, not supposed to be saying things, mm-hmm. but whatever. Sometimes I need to. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, you're right. That a lot, that was going to be my point of a lot of these dramatic things that are like, life ending or like they're still happening but our perception of them is different yeah and I'm just like okay no like I can deal with this like I'm a grown-up I'm like in touch with my emotions like 
you know, and I think both of us drama. were used to like extreme highs and extreme lows in different ways in yeah. like a lot of parts of our lives. Like, um, and we thought that was normal because also we were like 19, 20 and like all of our yeah. friends were 19, 20. And so everyone has highs and lows constantly. Yeah. And now that we like, don't like feel like we need that. You don't like make things into something they're not as much. Yeah, it's true. But it's yeah, true. so that's cool. And I also feel like that's a reason why our content's been getting boring because we no longer oh, are yeah. talking through our problems because we have the answers. So it's like, do I want to explain my thought process behind this now? Like, that's not as fun. Yeah, no, it's true. We're too self-aware. It's true. <laughs> and I also feel like <laughs> before we kind of thought it was funny to talk about like all the toxic stuff that we would do yeah whereas now maybe it's not as funny <laughs> that's exactly right. we're like oh man like that's kind of fucked up You're like, uh, <laughs> i could be better <laughs> and I, I think i'm better or like we're just able to be like i don't know yeah i don't know instead of like making up a reason or yeah an explanation exactly oh my god yeah but honestly i think that Something that this podcast did for me was teach me the importance of, like, transparency and vulnerability, Mm -hmm. actually, because I think that was something that I avoided doing a lot of the time in my prior life. (laughs) I don't know. I guess. Yeah. yeah, Not that there was, like, a huge before and after, but I think that I just didn't think, like, oh, I don't know. You shouldn't, like, talk about that. Like, I think even if you listen to me in like season one and two maybe Mm -hmm. I was very much in like a like this is what I should be saying like this is what I should be portraying this is how I want to be perceived versus yeah versus like just being truthful and and honest not that I was lying but I was just like saying what I wanted people to know not like what the whole truth was yeah that's actually funny because the other day when like you said we were thinking about doing an episode to do with like our diaries and we were both ended up just sitting on the couch reading our old journal entries for like two hours which is something that I'm personally not surprised about yeah (laughs) um but you read a few and you were like this is so funny because I know I didn't feel this way but even to yourself like into a diary where you weren't going to tell anyone you were still writing what you thought you should think or what you wanted to think, which maybe you were manifesting a little bit, but there, there was also this level of like, um, I mean, I don't think I would call it manifesting. Like, I think that there, I was trying to see a cup half full for you. I <laughs> well, was like, maybe were you were putting in my life that I wasn't like willing to confront. Yeah. By situations, I mean relationships. Yeah. And yeah, I just wasn't, I didn't want to see the truth. Yeah. I was like pulling the wool over my own eyes. Yeah. And I guess it was just, I was afraid of a lot of things. I don't know why I was so afraid of so many things. I was like afraid of being alone. I was afraid of being sad. Uh, even though like I was in a way like alone and sad in because that relationship. That? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I was just, you know, I don't know. I was just afraid of a lot of things. Yeah. And I don't really know how to explain, like, I don't really understand why I was afraid of them. Yeah. I didn't really understand it in the moment. Yeah. But I just knew that it was easier to, like, make myself believe what I wanted the truth to be. Yeah. Even though, like, it wasn't the truth. Yeah. And so I would, like, 
literally like recite that to myself what I was telling the outside world as well like this is good like this, this is, is for the better happening. this is what he is doing yeah and, like this is why like this is okay and you don't need to be worried mm-hmm. about me I think it was the summer season we did the first summer yeah that really broke that down for both of us I think I had to break down walls in different ways but I think both of yeah. us like fully chilled because that's the season where we were drinking every time we were and we were like it. oh we're talking about taboo topics yeah. now <laughs> and we just like fully like relaxed though and i think yeah. then the next year it was like fully just like we were ourselves after we were like okay let's rein it back in mm-hmm. and let's not be overly controversial but not overly secretive now we can just say what we want to say i don't know i think we only got more controversial after that season it's true we did but like (laughs) (laughs) but i feel like we weren't yeah i don't know i feel like we were being more authentic about it yeah which was nice because i remember we didn't talk about drinking we tried not to swear oh yeah we would like bleep out curse words we We wouldn't yeah talk (laughs) about anything inappropriate yeah like PG thirteen, I feel like it was like, like very was like PG thirteen, and so but I think that's because we didn't know what, what we were allowed to even say on the internet. <laughs> well, yeah, I thought that your podcast would get marked as like eighteen plus or something, which I think it can, but I don't yeah. know. It never happened to us. Yeah. So it was like I don't know. I don't think we should limit ourselves in the first season. Yeah. So we were trying to like yeah. be more broad to see who our audience base would be. Yeah. But yeah, everything got a lot better like once we started talking about things because yeah, that's what our audience wanted to hear, I guess. Yeah. I think um something that I learned from the podcast was now having been um I've officially been going to therapy for almost a year, which is exciting. And um <laughs> I put my champagne glass out for Gabby to refill while I talk. I'm like, "Me, please." Um, but I've been going to therapy for almost a year and what I realized is basically what we were doing is therapy, but just (laughs) (laughs) like, we've just been, it's therapy, but without the grown up filter of a therapist who sometimes like shuts down spirals. (laughs) We definitely like fed into a lot of each other's bullshit. We fed into a lot of each other's bullshit, but also I feel like I did learn a lot and grow a lot because of the conversations we had um yeah and I remember sometimes after episodes just being like wow let's fucking go like I've I've learned I'm a new person now (laughs) yeah well you know what you know what I think is also like unique about the environment of the podcast is like you know if you're having a conversation with a parent or something you know you're maybe self-conscious about are they going to judge me because Mm -hmm. of what I'm telling them when obviously probably most parents are like I would never judge you but like yeah they're gonna judge you yeah (laughs) my mom's listening to this like I never judge you that's not true you definitely (laughs) judge me sometimes that's okay it's okay we all judge each other that's just the nature of relationships yeah uh but you might like mediate you're what you're saying yeah because everyone you're like kind of i don't know themselves. like what are they going to think am i going to be in trouble even though i'm a grown-up and you even know with different friends it's the same thing it's like oh well this friend i share yeah. this part of myself with them but not yeah. this part well and with friends i feel like i'm worried about like boring them or something yeah. you know you're like oh i don't want to be talking too much yeah. or i don't you know 
I don't want to be talking about things they don't care about. Or you might feel like you're talking, but they're not actually listening to you or they don't actually care about what you're saying. Yeah. But with this environment, I guess, that we created because we had like, you know, we have to listen to each other for the purpose of the episode. We know what Mm -hmm. we're talking about. Like we know that the other person is like interested in what we're saying and there's a structured time that we know that we're doing this for. Mm -hmm. It did take all of those things out of it I think yeah and it was and a maybe time. a way that like therapy does yeah no <laughs> it's like, so yeah, true I'm listening to you this yeah. is what we're talking about yeah and like 70 percent of therapy is just having someone listen to you talk yeah. through things and like work through things like you can like the wheels are spinning in your head and that's like a big part of this like it might have been nice to have someone be like, hey, ladies, that's a little bit toxic. But <laughs> um, but no, I agree. It is like a weird, it is a weird process that we had. But it was really nice because it also forces you to like, like when you're just having a conversation with your friend, there's no precedent, like you said. And so mm-hmm. the conversation can flip so quickly too. And you can, I feel like if you're having a deep talk with a friend, a lot of the time, if it's not about a specific incident like if it's just like about a philosophical value or something like yeah it can just like end up being the deep talk and it can be like 30 different things and you come out like windblown like you're like I don't know what just happened yeah that's true but yeah it is nice to have like the structure and it like made us think about things more critically which was cool it was cool yeah no it was definitely beneficial I mean I'm sure there's probably like a million and one ways that I've grown yeah I just can't remember any most of them, them. <laughs> like, uh, it's all and, uh, blur i don't know <laughs> yes that is it yeah yeah okay so maybe we can talk about the future now yeah <laughs> <laughs> well the first thing i think we should say is that we're still going to be talking together bi-weekly oh that's true for now yeah um because gabby do you want to talk about your your clubhouse club Yeah, so like six weeks ago about, I started a clubhouse squad Mm -hmm. (laughs) and a Facebook group called Gen Side Women Freelancers, and I started this out of the desire just to meet more people like myself. Really, it's selfish. I'm like, I would like to have more friends. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and it was inspired by clubhouse and yeah itself because it was just a new app and it seemed like a natural environment to kind of have this community come yeah. to life and we have the advantage of like you've been talking in a microphone for and like doing interview format doing like lecture format yeah. for years and so that's something that you're comfortable with too yeah yeah, yeah. so that is where it started and if you listen to the podcast you've probably heard us talk about it over the last few weeks but yeah I recruited Emma as my co-host because um obviously we're comfortable hosting together and we both pull from a similar pool of people like creative people Mm -hmm. um yeah so we've been doing that for like every other week or so bi-weekly yeah like what's funny is a bi-weekly can be used as like every other week or twice a week. Oh my God. We've talked about this so many times because we're passionate about it because it's silly. It, it doesn't make silly. sense. Yeah. So anyways, anyway, every second, it's every week. other week. Yeah. yeah. 
and uh, there's no set day. We just kind of choose fly one by the seat of our pants. Yeah. But um, it's been good so far. Yeah, and, and I feel like that's been like the progression. Like you said something the other day. You were like, "This is like feels like the podcast in a similar sense to like we plan, we think of a theme." Yeah, um, but I like how it's not as structured. Like I feel like it's we're more flexible now. Yeah. And so I like as people. And so it can be, which is nice. Yeah, that's true. And obviously we want the people who are in the call to be participating in it. Mm -hmm. And that's another reason why it's, you know, it's a little different. Yeah, it's a little different. We're like moderating more, but it's nice. It's like a new challenge, but in a comfort zone. Yeah. Which is like a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah, there's a Facebook group as well that you can join where Mm -hmm. there's like um, 50 people now. Yeah. My, my challenge there right now is promoting engagement. Yeah. Because so far, it's really just me posting. So Maybe if, I'll post a few things. If you are a member of the, of the group. Brooklyn, um, we're talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> this is all on your shoulders, Brooklyn. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, if you are in that group, please feel free to share things in it. Because that's what it's there for. Um, you know, like ask questions, post jobs, like whatever you feel mm-hmm. like you want to share. Um, but yeah, there are like nearly 50 people. It's like 48. So yeah, it's, like, and it's only been 50. like a month, which is awesome. Yeah. We can just round up, yeah. you know, to 50, yeah. five or more, let it soar. As, as my <laughs> second grade teacher taught me. That was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so I don't know. That's like where a lot of our creative yeah, energy is going. Yeah, that's where a lot of our creative energy Like is. our creative duo energy, I think. Like our brainstorming I know. together. I don't know when I like coined that term, creative duo. But we use it a lot. Yeah. And you definitely started At that. some point I was like, we are a creative duo. And I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> because but no, it's we true. just do so many things together that yeah. it's like, we're not, it's like more than just co-hosts. Yeah, like our creative creative life is intertwined. And honestly, it's so nice because even now, and I feel like now it'll be, it'll be good when I'm like graduated too, because like sometimes you'll be like, oh, hey, I'm editing this like shoot. Can Mm. I show them to you? And I'll be like, oh yeah, I just made this TikTok. Can I show it to you? Like, it's nice. But um, no, it is weird. We don't do as many creative projects together, but I feel like we're doing creative things in equal amount. Like we're talking about our, individual projects a lot yeah which is nice um but yeah yeah oh but the future besides that what's what's going on um I don't know what's going on is like I feel very much like a grown-up now (laughs) just because I don't know I've been graduated for almost a year yeah how fucked up is that? That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. We've been so focused on the fact that I'm graduating. We haven't reflected on the fact that it's your oh one year anniversary. God. That's scary. That's so weird. You've been in the adult world for a year. And you know what? You're fully sustaining yourself. I realized that the other day I was walking down the street. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of this, but I was just like, wow. I was so, so terrified my whole life, dude. Of like, this moment. Of the day that my parents were like, we are not e-transferring you, are you money ever again. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is it. Yeah. And that moment came and I was like, okay, like I've got hella savings. Like I'm going to ah. like 
yeah. be okay. Like I can make no money and I will not die. Yeah. Cause I was like venturing into freelance world, yeah, you know? It's true. I'm like, okay, I could not make any money this month at all. I, yeah. I don't have guaranteed income. Yeah. Well, in a way I did, but anyway, so then you were to, walking down the street the other yeah, day. Yeah. I was walking down the street the other day and I was like, oh, like this is this what is I was like, scared of. I feel the same. Like <laughs> yeah. it, it was just not a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I don't know like why I was so horrified of like the idea of having to support myself forever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really now you're was. doing it. And now I've been doing it and it is not as scary as you would think. There mm-hmm. is money out there to be Ooh. had. I'm so excited. <laughs> Hopefully I can. There is talk. money. I honestly haven't had to use my savings at all. That's so nice cuz you got a few contracts right off the bat. Yeah, and like uh I'm also working obviously like yeah. I said I didn't have a guaranteed income. And that was because at the time I did not have set hours as my like assistant job, but yeah. then I kind of fabricated that to be set hours so that I yeah. could have a consistent, consistent form of income. And it's not enough to live, but it's like... But it's enough to make sure that I don't die. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it'll like pay your rent. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's a happy medium. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, it's almost the perfect amount because it's enough where I'm like, okay, like I can like pay my bare minimum bills Mm -hmm. but you still have like the hustle of like like, if I want to do anything if I want to like eat food (laughs) yeah then I need to like make money yes so yeah basically it's been you know it's been a a while of of that and it's not as scary as you would think I don't know if that's any consolation to any near graduates out there uh but it's always reassuring to hear other people can do it I mean you put in the work like the summer, you went through a lot of emotional, psychological, physical time labor. Like <laughs> the summer, you were like, yeah, a, not a mess, <laughs> but like you went through it though. You had to go yeah. through a lot of stages of grief. Like, and then after yeah. that, which is nice, like I feel like you let yourself go through that in a way that maybe in relationships you're like hesitant to in the past, you know, but like with that, you really were like, no, I'm going to be depressed about the loss of like my past life. And I'm going to be sad for like a month. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) And then I'm going to build my business and I'm going to cry a lot, but I'm going to do it. And then once you got through all of that, like it wasn't like it was just like a breeze, but you put in the work so that for this last, like since September, yeah it hasn't seemed chaotic you were like you built structure for yourself yeah September was like okay we're doing this and that's honestly just like the you know my entire life of being ingrained of like September is like when things start and I started (laughs) university and so it just felt like the start yeah I was like okay the summer the pandemic summer like yeah all bets are off it's just gonna be complete chaos yeah but I needed that yeah you did uh, you needed the space to just like accept it yeah and process and build yourself like (laughs) but yeah Yeah. no that was awesome now you're a year out you're gonna keep freelancing keep growing up yeah okay I guess I don't know how this tangent started was just that um I was saying that I feel very much more grown up just being like out in the like normal world world. you have like an adult boyfriend you yeah yeah so I don't know why I was saying that but basically what does the future hold more of this yeah (laughs) that's a nice place to be the future holds me being a full-time photographer yeah and 
being married to my boyfriend. <laughs> Hope he doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. Um, Surprise. <laughs> you've exposed him so many times on the podcast. Before he asked you to be his girlfriend, you were like, he's going to ask yeah. me to be his girlfriend. Before he said, I love you, you were like, you hadn't even him. told him I love you. And you said it on the <laughs> podcast. On you were like, podcast. oh my God, did you ever tell him that? Yeah. Oh my God, that's so cute. And you were like, and he loves me. <laughs> He hasn't said it, but I know he does. You know, what's funny is I asked him after you finally said, I love you. Okay. So when we posted that episode where Mm -hmm. I was like, he loves me. This is like the end of July. Yeah. And then he told me like the second week of August sometime around there. Yeah. And I asked him like, how long, like, have you felt, have you felt this way? And like, have you wanted to say it before? Mm -hmm. Like whatever. And he had said since like June, which is literally when he asked me to be his girlfriend. And I was like, oh my God. He's like, yeah, like I thought about telling you on your birthday, but like I didn't want to make it about me. Oh my God. He's so precious. Yeah. He's so sweet. So yeah. Anyway, I was right. Was basically what I was saying. Yeah. So y'all are getting married. Um, no, I like that for you guys. You're going to push around Coco in your little stroller, and then eventually you're just going to add a baby in there, too. Yeah, this weekend we were walking around with Coco, and someone thought that we had a baby. And my boyfriend was like, oh, oh my God, they thought we had a baby. Yeah, he has, like, baby fever right now, which we never, baby fever we never we saw a baby. We he's like, oh, my God. He sends me TikToks. He's like, the TikTok is literally like, if you had baby fever, like, don't watch this. And yeah. it's, like, a cute baby. And he's like, oh, my God. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> it's so cute. Anyway. Uh, but, yeah, so that's your future. You're, like, a grown-up now. Yeah, I love ah. him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So what's your future? <laughs> well, amazing question, Gabby. Uh, <laughs> that sound is my future. Yeah, that's how I felt this time last year. Yes. For sure. Yes, that's how I feel. I graduate in about a month. Yeah, I graduate in a month. And um, I'm going to be honest, I'm a little bit scared because I wanted to have like a, a full-time job locked in by now and Mm. I think that's just because like I'm anxious about a lot of things one being that the biggest one honestly is that this is like a boring grown-up thing which is health insurance yeah health insurance I'm not gonna have my health insurance and I mean I figured out now that there's like ways I can navigate that but Mm. that was like a big concern for me and also the fact that I'm graduating without a savings like I'm graduating Mm -hmm. with like a dollar to my name yeah. And so I was like, I need a job. I can't freelance. Like, I don't have that luxury right now. Like, I chose not to work this year for that. Like, and I knew that. Like, I would have had a savings if I had worked. But yeah, I felt like I had, like, I think I've talked about this on the podcast, but I felt like I was really scared to be vulnerable with, like, art and creativity Yeah, all throughout university because I was so vulnerable in high school. And then I, like, got, like, shot down in first year. And I just felt yeah. like I wasn't good enough and so I just like shut down and only did commercial work and so this year I like whatever I decided not to work and just to like commit to being an art student because I might never be one again um but anyways yeah so I'm graduating poor and so that's been a big stressor but um I know that it's gonna work out and like I've applied for lots of jobs I have lots of connections like 
Like I know that I'll do a cool job that I like. Um, but that's like where my brain is at lately. It's like mostly just work based. Like I feel like I don't have time to think about anything else right now. And I mean, yeah, I relate to that because like, well, I, I relate to that feeling of like, I have no fucking idea and I just want to like put my head in the sand and not think about it. Like I want to not think about it. And then I want to lift my head out of the sand and be stable, secure, have structure. Yeah. Have stable income. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, 100%. Like remember, remember last year when I had my last university class and it was online. Mm -hmm. And so I like, looked at you I was like oh my god like my last class is ending yeah and everyone was like waving like bye like yeah uh. bye forever and you were sitting in the living room and you were like oh like how do you feel and I just started crying yeah you started crying because I was like I can't do this no (laughs) you were like this is like too heavy like I, I would rather be like on my first day of university right now than on my last day. Like, I was like, this is fucking yeah. terrible. This is horrible. Because it's like 16 years of your life you spend the education system and now suddenly you're an adult. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I know, like, I kind of joke because every so many people have said to me, like, oh my God, like, you're like a pandemic grad. Like, you've been through so much. Like, yeah. oh my God. And I was like, that's bullshit like even my boyfriend would like say that to me I was like oh I feel like you know I would just vent to him like oh I feel like I'm like doing a shitty job I'm I'm like whatever blah 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 and he's like cut yourself some slack like you graduated during a pandemic and I'm like that's bullshit like as a freelance photographer it's been like six months like I should be able to figure it out by now like other people are figuring it out like why can't I you know anyway but the truth is like graduating in an environment where you're like this world is so fucked up like what the hell am I supposed to do like it's true and it's less of like oh there's nothing out there for me to do it's more of like a nothing I do matters that's like everything is like bullshit that's what I've struggled with I'm like how do I find a job that like I will enjoy but that also gives me a sense of like purpose to an extent yeah um because it's so true and I'm like that's why I was so resistant to doing anything that would be virtual because I just felt like I needed to do something tactile that had like physical yeah. results. And now I feel like I have enough, like, like I paint, I do like I play guitar, like I have enough tactile things mm. that I feel okay about working virtual right now. But no, it's true. And I feel like that's like where my brain is at. I'm like, I don't know. I've gone through a lot of phases over the last year, you know, I was like, yeah, c- convinced I was moving to Vancouver at this time. Oh, yeah. Um, Like six months ago. And that was like a coping mechanism for me. Like that was like Mm. an avoidance. I was like, I won't have to think about anything. I'll just like move to Vancouver and deal with it. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, I think hopefully what's next for me is a cool job. Hopefully I will be, I want to be on a billboard um, or one of the big screens in Dundas Square. Um, I don't know for what. But I think that my <laughs> face will be on one. And um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I want to be some sort of personality. <laughs> I still yeah. think that that's the appropriate direction for me, whatever I do. I, well, think, I feel like your whole life has been be- some sort of personality. Yeah, right? Like everything I do ends up being like I'm like the face of something to an extent. Yeah. And that's just like every like coffee shop I've worked at, everything else, like I've just become like... 
And I think that's why I thought I wanted to be a social media manager, actually, not to digress too much, but Mm. because I ended up on social media platforms using them so much. But what I really like to do is like be the face of something. Like, I think that's fun for me. And I like, like pitching things. I like talking things. I'd love to read off a prompt or like, and so I think I end up defaulting to like, oh, like if you want to be the face of something, you also have to manage it and make all the content. And I'm realizing now that I'm like, "Mm, well, that's fine. But that's the content making and being the analytics person is not my passion. My passion's like, and I felt like that was like a very, I think before I didn't want to say that because it felt like a very like, I was worried that would come up as like narcissistic. I'm like, I just want to like have my face everywhere. And I'm like, no, like that's like just. That's like every actor. Yeah, exactly. Performer. I'm like, I would love to be an actor, but play myself. (laughs) <laughs> like an enhanced version of myself. Be That's what I want. Myself. Yeah. Newscaster. <laughs> like newscaster. TV but personality. Yeah, just some sort of personality. But I feel confident that I'm on that path. I feel like you should be some kind of presenter. Right? For some kind of reality show. Yeah, I could totally like, be the host of like Family rea- Feud yeah, or something. You, you should be a host for something. I agree. I would be a really good host. Okay, so that's what's next for Anyways, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I'm on the right path to doing something. Again, I'm open to all opportunities, just saying yes to the universe and seeing where it takes me. Um, But yeah, I feel good. I think the summer will be fun. Well, the summers are always fun. Yeah. Yeah. We're good at summer. (laughs) (laughs) The summers are always a blur, but okay. So yeah, that's it. (laughs) what do we say that's that i don't think i have anything else to say um well i guess we should thank you guys yeah (laughs) yeah thanks for listening thank you for listening um our average for anyone curious our average um listener count per episode overall has been about i would say like 70 yeah it's fluctuated over the years but i'd say overall we've had about 70 people listen to us every week and they listen to the full hour for the most part, yeah. which is crazy. So that's like a lot of people. That's like a university class we've been hosting for years. Wow. Um, Look at us. This is our 99th episode. We almost made it. We almost made it. <laughs> almost made it to 100. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, it's like to fall a little bit short. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be perfect. We have to leave you wanting more. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I don't remember what I was saying. I don't know. I think I have one last thing to add, actually. Okay. So when I told my mom that we decided to end the podcast, she was like, oh, like, how do you feel about it? Like, you know, in general. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, you know, honestly, like, I feel good. Like, I don't, I'm like, obviously there's a part of it. It's like, oh, like the end of an era. Yeah. Like, you know. I think I'll always refer to this time period as like the hot cocoa years. Like it feels very like it was like a time. It's very telling of this period. Yeah. Um, You know, I realized we we didn't even talk about the period of time where we thought that we were going to be like world famous. Yeah. We, yeah, that was a full business. Well, anyways, you guys can go listen back to that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Um, but so, we do both feel like weirdly at peace about it. And I think yeah. six months ago, we would have had like 
emotional and mental breakdowns at the thought of ending hot cocoa for different reasons. Well, yeah, what I told my mom was like, I think there were so many times over the years. Okay, you know, I, the only thing I can compare it to is when you get into a relationship and you're like, some point this is going to end. You yeah. know, when you when you start dating someone where you're like, they're well, not the like, one. I really like them, but they're not the one, but I don't want to break up with them yet. But yeah. at some point, this is going to have to end. Yeah. And you're just like, what is it going to be? Like, yeah. are we going to, is he is gonna it going to cheat on fight? me? Like, yeah. are we going to have a crazy fight? Is somebody going to move? Like, what's going to happen? And then you're just like, well, I'm not going to think about that. Yeah. And so I was always really afraid from the beginning, like, what would end things? What would be the thing? Yeah, yeah. because I was like, you know, is somebody going to want to end it? But the other person isn't. Want yeah. going to want to, oh, but it's going to be really dramatic and like affect our friendship or, yeah. you know, any number of things that could have happened, like, or it just gradually fizzled out because like somebody ha- moved and then like we didn't keep up with it. And that's it how I thought it like, was going to end. Unspoken, like, I weird, thought one of like, us was going to move and then it was just going to, it was going to fizzle a weird out. Thing. Yeah. 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 And so the fact that it was like, very mutual of mm-hmm. like okay this just feels like you we know said everything we said everything yeah. and there was probably like we both said like a couple of months in there where like it could have ended but just neither of us were ready to like yeah take that step and it felt like we were ready to have that talk at the same time because a week before or maybe a couple weeks before yeah I was like I think I had mentioned it and I was like but honestly like I'm not ready for that conversation right now but I just no, I don't pin. remember that. I think I did. Maybe I maybe it was all in the same day. Actually, maybe I was like, "Ha, we're not." Ready no, for you that you did say that in the same day yeah. last week when we were thinking of like ending it. Yeah. Or no, when we were trying to think of an episode, you were like, "Oh, haha!" Like we don't have an idea. We never have ideas, but we're not ready for that conversation. Yeah. And then it was like two hours later that it was like, okay, "I think yeah. we're ready for that." Conversation. Yeah, like the ice got broken. But it's true that I felt like we read the energy of the room and it was the same for a while where we were just yeah. not like passionate about it in the same way. Yeah. But it wasn't like, um, Oh, like what we said the other day, I think to each other was that like hot cocoa used to like represent a lot. Like it used to be like, it's how our friendship started. It was like how if we were ever in a fight, we would still have to record hot cocoa. And so then we would like become friends again. Like we wouldn't yeah. reconcile, like a lot was tied to it. And then there was points where I was really insecure that, you had other friends or boyfriends or whatever else I was mm-hmm. worried you were going to move. And so hot cocoa represented that for me. And then when I came out and I was starting to make queer friends and you were insecure about it, hot cocoa represented that for you. And so I feel like it's always, uh, yeah, it's, true. it's been more. And now I feel like we've realized that like the weekly podcast is not what holds our friendship together and we don't yeah. like need it. That's true. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but yeah, thank you guys for um, hanging out with us every week. This is really crazy. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed all 99 episodes. If you <laughs> if you are new here, um, you're more than welcome to go through. I would listen to them chronologically. I think that would be funny. You could listen to the evolution. Yeah. Gabby's like, ha ha ha. No. <laughs> chronologically, but only from like 50s and up. Yeah, I don't know. There's like a long time where I, like I listen back and I cringe. I'm yeah, like, I'm not I don't like want anyone to perceive me this way. <laughs> like what? What? 
I love having cringe content. It's like not archiving your old Instagram pictures because then people see like how much you evolved. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I glowed up. I did that. Yeah, I did that. I wasn't born perfect and graceful. <laughs> this was a talent that I acquired and I worked for. Oh my God. And that's what we did on the podcast. We worked hard. Yeah, that's true. We put in the fucking work. We went to a voice acting class one time to practice our like ability to speak public speak oh my god yeah we did well, youtube workshops we've been through it we did it all we did it all um yes. well thank you guys uh usually we would say like don't forget to rate review subscribe still rate and review <laughs> that would be really nice but i guess you don't have to subscribe yeah well we never did really acquire those reviews <laughs> no it's like our moms and our I've friends i've also never reviewed a podcast in my life me neither though, so i don't know i always rate five stars though yeah well yeah well anyway. rate us five stars um follow our personal social medias if you are not yeah um my instagram is e.mma.a and my tiktok is you did this for why gabby Yes, my Instagram is Gabby underscore Macias, and... You don't have to plug anything else if you don't it. want to. Yeah. Yeah. That's really <laughs> Her it. website's GabbyMacias.com. If you just Google my name, you'll, you'll find come everything about me. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. Well, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the end. Goodbye. Goodbye.